Hi, and welcome to Experience Points by University XP. On Experience Points, we explore different ways we can learn from games. I'm your host, Dave Ang, from Gamespace Learning by University XP. Find out more by going to universityxp.com. On today's episode, we'll answer the question, what is intrinsic motivation? We don't need to be reminded to play games. We play games because we want to. We're motivated to play because we're attracted to them. We want to play games for the experience, the escape, and for the fun. So what is that drive that makes us play games? What is that motivation? The best games are driven by intrinsic motivation. This means that we play games for the fun of it. We don't play games to earn money. We play games because deep down, we're internally motivated to do so. This episode defines intrinsic motivation with some examples. This is contrasted with extrinsic motivation, our desire to participate for some sort of external benefit. Both intrinsic motivation and extrinsic motivation will be compared to one another. Intrinsic motivation in games is highly influenced by social pressures. These social pressures also manifest themselves in the workplace and through education. Intrinsic motivation will be addressed through games-based learning, as well as how the designer can create games that best emphasize this powerful form of motivation. Specific steps for designing with intrinsic motivation will be discussed. Intrinsic motivation is a powerful human driver. Intrinsic motivation is when we participate in an act or activity without the need for an external reward. Intrinsic motivation is driven by internal rewards. Often those rewards are our own pleasure and entertainment. Intrinsic motivation can also be affected by external rewards. When external rewards are added to an activity, such as money or payment, our motivation decreases. That's because we're internally driven by intrinsic motivation's inherent sense of self-satisfaction by participating. Intrinsically motivating activities are pursued because they are fun or personally challenging. We play games because we're spurred on by the action of playing and not by the outcome. We feel joy by experiencing the game. We participate in intrinsically motivating activities such as games for several reasons, some of which are the novelty of games, but also to learn, grow, and develop. Novelty is one of the factors why there are such a plethora of new games in development. We enjoy the promise of games, but are constantly looking for new titles to challenge and entice us. Sometimes we have the opportunity to combine both intrinsic and extrinsic motivation. That comes from when we find a job that pays us to do something that we already enjoy. However, a job that we enjoy doing is most often fueled by our own creativity and vitality. Both are driven by our intrinsic motivation. This provides us a reason to stay active in our specific roles. However, extrinsic motivation in the form of compensation is why we stay. Intrinsically motivating activities are things we do based on internal drive. They can include playing a sport that someone finds enjoyable. Those who are tidy find joy in cleaning and organizing a space. Likewise, games and puzzles are played and solved by people because they enjoy the activity and the challenge. Additionally, dedicating yourself to studying a subject you find fascinating is another example of an intrinsically motivating activity. Intrinsic motivation is classified as the desire to perform an activity based on an internal drive to do so. Extrinsic motivation is the opposite of intrinsic motivation. Here, participants engage in a behavior due to external rewards such as money, grades, and recognition. Extrinsic motivations spur the individual into action. For intrinsic motivation, that cause is drawn internally based on the player. Conversely, extrinsic motivation is driven by external factors. Extrinsic motivation is a different form of motivation because the result of the activity must be attained outside the control of the individual. There is a separation between the action and what results from it. We see this kind of motivation originating from careers where people will seek jobs that pay a high salary. However, the external focuses on the results of the activity serve as a weakness or extrinsic motivator. Often this can come about by offering someone payment to do something that they were intrinsically motivated to accomplish before. 
Likewise, extrinsic motivation is also affected by negative reinforcement, such as punishment, surveillance, and deadlines compared to intrinsic motivation. Intrinsic motivation is a powerful form of engagement for players and users. It provides individuals enjoyment, promotes well-being, and persistence in activities. Though, extrinsic motivation does have some advantages, namely through its ability to encourage and incentivize someone to do something they don't find intrinsically interesting. Extrinsically motivating activities are those that are driven by extrinsic rewards. Some examples of this include playing a sport in order to win an award, or when a child chooses to clean their room in order to avoid being reprimanded by their parents. Other examples of extrinsically motivating activities include competing in a contest in order to win a scholarship, or studying a school subject in order to earn a good grade in it. These are the definitions of intrinsically and extrinsically motivating activities. So how do they compare against one another, and how can a balance be struck between both? We are motivated by these two forces in order to participate in activities, as well as take actions in games. These actions come in four types of motivations. They include intrinsic motivation, extrinsic motivation, positive motivation, and negative motivation. We can be motivated to perform an activity due to the positive intrinsic appeal that we gain from it. This is the basis for many games. Likewise, we are also intrinsically motivated to avoid negative consequences, such as choosing to save earlier in our careers in order to avoid a sparse retirement. On the other hand, we are most positively extrinsically motivated to work jobs because we gain monetary rewards from it. In those jobs, we are also extrinsically motivated to avoid negative consequences, such as a reprimand from our supervisors for providing subpar work. There are many ways to view motivation. However, the key to understanding their application is developing an understanding of your player's or user's values, specifically what those values are, how they are prioritized, and what you can do in order to work in concert with those values. Working within those values and creating scenarios and situations that drive them is key to utilizing drive in human behavior. Some may argue that extrinsic rewards are the only way that we can entice and motivate behavior. However, that's not the case when powerful, positive, intrinsic drivers also exist in order to motivate people to continue certain activities. Though, there is a balance. Expected intangible extrinsic rewards can undermine intrinsic motivation for activities, even if they are implemented in good faith. An example of this is paying someone to learn how to play the piano. They could have already been intrinsically motivated to play, but paying them undermines that positive intrinsic motivation. Instead, we can consider rewarding intrinsic motivation to play a game with another form of feedback. This feedback is best used when it supports the player's autonomy and competence. An example of this is positive feedback loops in games where players are rewarded for a game achievement with an in-game item. This item helps them tackle more challenging stages in the future. Motivation doesn't always exist in a vacuum. Sometimes there are external factors, such as the social environment, which spur players and individuals into action. The social environment of person-to-person -person interaction, games, and the workplace make understanding and applying motivation more complicated. This can be seen when trying to entice individuals to adhere to standards of socially desirable behavior, such as hand-washing. While this is understood to contribute to both an individual and social good, it sometimes comes into conflict with concepts of individual autonomy and intrinsic motivation. This means that in order for intrinsic motivation to flourish, it must be supported in a social environment. This is already done in games where all players enter the magic circle and agree to play the game by its established rules and expectations. The social context is important in tabletop games as they require active participation and adherence to the rules and structure of the game. Both can be accomplished by setting the social standards and expectations of the game at the beginning, for instance, when teaching it to others for the first time. Teaching tabletop games to other players, especially new players, can be challenging. 
but adhering to the acceptance of the magic circle in games in addition to providing a locus of control for players can serve everyone well. For example, when teaching others how to play a game for the first time, I follow a scripted path of announcing the name of the game, the theme of the game, and the objective of the game. While teaching others, I ask that they take actions for me with their own pieces and player boards while I explain the result of that action using other pieces. By doing this, I provide an outlet for players to demonstrate their competency and autonomy when learning a new game. I also scaffold my approach so that they don't learn too much at one time. Intrinsic motivation in the workplace is perhaps one of the driving factors behind the introduction of gamification for professional activities. This is with due cause as intrinsically motivating employees that complete activities that align with the company's goals is one way of maximizing company productivity. This was even done prior to the use of the term gamification in workplace as managers routinely look for employees who are already performing well. I fell into this category when I was working in higher education performing student affairs work. I felt that the field was a calling that I was deeply connected to. So I was motivated by more than just external factors to pursue professional excellence. Dedicated employees demonstrate the same values by assuming more responsibilities in order to inspire others to dedicate more of their efforts to the organization. These are perhaps the most effective employees as they are considered an invaluable member for contributing more to the company regardless of any additional financial rewards. There are ethical considerations to take into account for working with these types of employees. Some argue that no more compensation is necessary. These individuals are choosing to contribute more to the company's success, whereas others feel that recognition and compensation is due to them for this extra effort. Neither side is completely right or wrong. However, management should closely examine employees' behaviors in order to determine the best course of action given their performance and the company's goals. Often, grand gestures and or small actions or tokens of gratitude are welcome reminders of work done above and beyond the call of duty. Likewise, intrinsic motivation in education is examined as closely as its role in the workplace. Sometimes this work is reduced down to examining only student engagement as part of the learning process. However, this is not the only application of intrinsic motivation for student learning. Instead, student engagement should be examined as a reflection of the kinds of intrinsically motivating activities in a class. Feelings of pleasure and fulfillment increase as students' intrinsic motivation increases. This means that emphasizing activities that provide outlets to demonstrate their autonomy in the course, relatedness with course material, and competency with concepts should be prioritized. This can be accomplished in remote and online learning environments where instructional video can be paired with experiential and engaging activities. These activities provide students with the opportunity to demonstrate competency. Doing this provides an opportunity to increase students' intrinsic motivation and achievement. Alternatively, regularly thanking learners for attending, participating, and engaging goes far in driving their intrinsic motivation to continue. Games are a medium ripe for intrinsic motivation. People play games to enjoy themselves, to have a good time, and have fun. Those are all things that can be capitalized on in games-based learning by utilizing intrinsic motivation. Findings have indicated the positive effects between intrinsic motivation and learning performance meaning that students who are intrinsically motivated to continue and pursue educationally meaningful activities are rewarded with positive effects. This is most closely related to students' application of self-determination theory in games. When students are able to display competence in a game autonomously and related to course learning outcomes, they achieve educational outcomes more successfully compared to peers who have not. This doesn't mean that games need to be a part of all curriculums. Rather, games-based learning or the application of established games for teaching and learning can be used to motivate students intrinsically to more deeply engage with material and apply what they've learned. 
However, games have earned the spotlight for more research focus rather than intrinsic motivation. While intrinsic motivation is often a part of games-based learning, a greater focus on why students participate in these fulfilling and intrinsically motivated activities requires more study. Designing games can be boiled down into designing intrinsically fun and motivating activities, but it's often a challenge for designers to create rewards that lead to this feedback loop. Often, one of the first ways to achieve this is to maintain the focus and interest of players. Players who are uninterested in playing a game are no longer motivated by it. This requires that designers more closely align players' internal drives with what gives them the most satisfaction. This can be most easily accomplished through the lens from which players view different activities and outcomes within a game. If a game's mechanics rewards players intrinsically, then they will continue to play. This can often be done from the beginning of a game by providing a very small but positive feedback loop. For example, selecting a jewel in Bejeweled. Gradually, those individual actions build onto more complex chain reactions, which further emphasize players' motivations. This is important to establish early in the game. Further states of player engagement and activity should ideally put players into a flow state. This state is a highly productive one in which students, employees, and players perform at the top of their abilities. This flow state has been used in gamification applications in which motivation is kept high by building on the core loops of past game activities. Doing so provides novelty to players while also sustaining their motivation over the long term. Intrinsic motivation is a key and critical area of player motivation and engagement in games. This type of motivation can be applied widely in games, gamification, and games-based learning in the workplace as well as in the classroom. No matter what method you choose for your application of intrinsic motivation, you should rely on the principles of self-determination theory. This is the theory that emphasizes competency, the ability to accomplish something in the game, autonomy, the ability to do so without outside help, and relevance, the effect that your actions have on the rest of the environment. Because of this, you can count on individuals to pursue goals when there is some sort of meaning attached to them. This can be applied in the workplace by aligning individual goals with company goals. In the classroom, this can be accomplished by helping students apply learning outside of the academic environment. In addition, designers should provide goals from which their accomplishment is uncertain. This uncertainty provides a state of awareness in which players are engaged in order to resolve their uncertainty. Think about players waiting with anticipation as dice rolls are resolved at a craps table. Feedback should also be provided to players in order to determine and adjust their actions in order to better accomplish their personal and game-related goals. In the classroom and workplace, this feedback could directly address the player's self-esteem. Control should also be provided to players. While there is a structure to onboarding and orientation for new activities and games, it's important to provide the player the agency to choose their own path and decisions they can make within the game. Many believe that all games are competitive by nature, but structuring games in which win conditions are achieved cooperatively emphasizes the socialized nature of intrinsic motivation. Here, players participate and work with others in order to accomplish something that they could not accomplish individually. Curiosity and the need to discover and resolve uncertain situations also sparks intrinsic motivation in players. Designers should provide moments where content, decisions, and narratives are revealed as players become more engrossed and engaged in the game. Doing so intrinsically motivates players to continue playing to see these uncertain conditions to resolution. Finally, recognition is an important part of the socialized aspect of intrinsic motivation. Recognizing people for their achievements within a gamified system helps to emphasize their continued engagement and play. This episode defined intrinsic motivation and provided examples and uses of it. Intrinsic motivation is contrasted with extrinsic motivation and our desire to do things for an external benefit. Both intrinsic motivation and extrinsic motivation were compared to one another. 
Intrinsic motivation in games is influenced highly by social pressures that manifest themselves in the workplace and in the classroom. Intrinsic motivation was also addressed through games-based learning. Strategies were offered for how designers can create games that best emphasize this powerful human driver. Finally, specific steps for designing with intrinsic motivation in mind were discussed. Again, I'm your host, Dave Ang, from Gamespace Learning by University XP. On Experience Points, we explore different ways we can learn from games. If you like this episode, please consider commenting, sharing, and subscribing. Subscribing is absolutely free and ensures that you'll get the next episode of Experience Points delivered directly to you. I'd also love it if you took some time to rate the show. I live to lift others with learning, so if you found this episode useful, consider sharing it with someone who could also benefit. Also, make sure to visit University XP online at universityxp.com. University XP is also on Twitter at university underscore XP and on Facebook and LinkedIn as University XP. Also, feel free to email me anytime. My email address is dave at universityxp.com. Game on.